to that, I say it is a good beginning, but not so great of an ending. Sign. Recording, right? Oh, shit. Are we on? Oh, oh, crap. Shit. Shit. I didn't even know we were on. Oh, thanks. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Or just so happen to find this recording. And welcome to the Marvel Men podcast. Yes, and uh, and I believe it's something that us Marvel fans talk about all things related to the MCU 24-7, 365. You know who I am. You know who's with me. I'm your host, Alex Aparlo, joined by my comrade, Zach Benicillo. How you do doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you know how to go there? Why not? Mm. I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And we also have Tommy DeVito in the house. What's up, party people? Yeah, um, uh, sorry about that. Uh, sorry about what just happened. I didn't even know we were recording at the time, but I was actually writing up, uh, writing up my review for uh, what we're about to get into today, because if you haven't seen the title of today's episode, we're about to be getting into the finale of Secret Invasion. Yes, but first, we got some news to talk about before we get to... We interrupt this breaking broadcast for breaking news. So, update on the, basically... The writers and actor strike may be going on a lot longer than the predicted October 2023. They're thinking 2024 now. Oh, good God. Because literally, actually, a friend of mine actually posted on Instagram who I will keep this person's name anonymous. But I'm just going to put what they posted about this, which I think actually fits this really well. Disney won't give up. 0.091% 0.091% of their revenue to stop the strikes. Netflix won't give up 0.214% of their revenue to stop the strikes. Warner Bros. Discovery won't give up 0.108% of their revenue to stop the strikes. Paramount won't give up 0.148% of their revenue to stop the strikes. What the actual fuck? Literally, it's less what than the- 1%. That's oh all my- I want. Oh my fucking god. You know what? I have something to say about this and consider this as a way of calling everybody's asses out. Speak, man. Yeah. I I may as well get this off my chest by saying Hollywood really needs to do better. Yeah, honestly, like they're not asking for that much. Just you're willing to delay things for 2024. Are they really really willing to go within a, less than 5 years? to have two eras of of film when, or to have had this happen twice where content is delayed left and right. No, know, right? something they can avoid. Yeah, and here's the thing. I mean, look at this. The top big wigs at every major studio right now, I mean, they think that they're fine. They got boatloads of money and sitting on top of the world. But no, what they're really doing is that they've started to become greedy by letting the actors and writers lose their money bit by bit until they beg to come yeah. to them and agree to their terms. Yeah, they made what the ever loving fuck. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if there's anything in like in these unions that say they can't form their own studio. Can you imagine if they just do that? And then all of a oh sudden, my God, oh, that, that would, would been wiped out. That would, 
Oh my god, that would be a major blowout right then and there. Well, the thing is that then they wouldn't be able to make Marvel, Star Wars, DC, all that stuff because they're owned by other studios, so they'd have to make all new shit. Hey, this could be what this could be what we want from a from some original content. We shall either way. So there's that. So this may be going on longer, and because of this, there's been talk that the Marvels may not come out November 10th, and it may get delayed to like 2024. Oh, God. I don't remember who revealed this, but it has been revealed that they may delay this thing, which I'm like, okay, cool. If they do, all right, I understand. It would suck, but yeah. But also some confirmed things we have are that Sony has delayed both Craven. No, I'm sorry, has delayed Venom 3 to, I think, July 2024. And then they've delayed Craven. From instead of coming out of October this year, which honestly, thank God, because I honestly do not want to fucking see this thing. Again, not just going to August 2024. Oh my the God. problem here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, are, are you sensing a pattern here, boys? Because it feels like it is. Yeah, there's a problem here with, with those two being so close together. They're yeah. going to cannibalize themselves. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I bet I they mean, delayed Craven because they didn't want to have because Spider Man Two, the video game, comes out in the same month as Cra- when Craven was supposed to, and Craven in that game is going to trump over the movie Craven. Yeah, wait, wait. Also, wait, guys. Do you smell that? Yeah, I smell I it. Smell, I smell a red flag. Oh, one hundred percent. But not only that too, but because they're also even targeting to have a movie. I, I keep forgetting it is coming out. Madam Web. They're looking for June twenty twenty four. Oh God! Like the only thing that's going to do well if they actually do to this, or they if they don't decide to delay one of those two movies because Madam Web has not been confirmed yet. If they don't delay one of these two, they're going to cannibalize each other. Yeah, I think Venom is going to do better because it's Venom. Oh yeah, I mean I, I I'm call, calling it now on the on the Sony live action side of Marvel. Well, in the bet Madam Web and Venom three are are, are going to be the ones that do well at the box office. The other Madam ones, Web I, might I, not. Only just because a lot of people don't know who Madam Web is. I mean, the yeah. fact the other ones, I, I, I have concerns. Like they have... I have, I, I am like so concerned about this. Craven right looks so bad. I hope that this delay means that they go. Well, obviously, if there if there were in strikes, they'd say go back and almost refilm this whole fucking thing. Yeah. This looks fucking terrible. And also, and also on the Sony side of things, Spider Man Beyond the Spider Verse got delayed indefinitely. So there's no release date. This thing may this thing could sit on the shelf for years. Not only that, too, but also, what about El Muerto and Hypno Hustler? I know, right? Like, like, and, I'm and, just, like and, they're still making El Muerto when literally the reason they made the movie was because they had the wrestler Bad Bunny going to play El Muerto. Literally, he quit the movie. And they're still oh making it. The reason you, make, you wanted to make this movie because he reached out and said he wants to play this character. And like, okay, yeah, sure. Quit. You're... So basically, Bad Bunny just went, fuck this shit, I'm out. Yep. All I'm hearing is if they cancel both that and Hypno Hustler, then that means we can get more Prowler. Because Donald yeah. Glover. Yeah, and I will. And from what Zach and I have seen of Donald Glover, courtesy of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, in like, I don't know how many minutes we saw of him in, he was amazing in that film. I actually know that he filmed that his scenes from the inside of his house. Like he filmed it and he sent it in the footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure also, Zach, 
And I'm sure that, Zach can agree with me on this. And we, I mean, I sure hope that we see the conclusion of the Spider-Verse because from what we've seen in Across the Spider-Verse, it was a good film. And I, and I can't wait to see, and, and I was hoping to see how Beyond the Spider-Verse will wrap up the, uh, the Spider-Verse trilogy and also the story that Miles Morales has been on. Especially before his big live action debut, which I pray to God Sony does decide to partner with Marvel Studios for this because the MCU has set up Miles perfectly. All you have to do is just have him be in Spider-Man 4, then give him his own movie. It's not that hard, guys. Literally, the game yeah. perfectly. Follow that format. Exactly. That I can agree with. Yeah. But like I said, I just... And I we just also got that. a poster for Loki Season 2. Rip. Ooh, so... It's just... Looks like the October one. date is, uh, is already set in stone then, eh? I feel like because if they end up doodling the Marvels, then they're going to have that and Echo. And honestly, I think Echo, they're going to give a weekly release to instead of all at once. They might, I don't know. But Loki, I feel like, is the thing they want to get out, which hopefully we see a trailer soon, but I think they're waiting until Jonathan Major's court date before they release anything because they actually did release the behind-the-scenes documentary for Quantum Annie, which they delayed because of the Jonathan Major situation. So whether it was A, because contractually they had to get this thing out, or they've decided, yeah, we're just going to keep Jonathan Major since he's clearly innocent. Either mm-hmm. way, we've taken up enough time. Let's get into this. So if you have yes. seen Secret Invasion, Season 1, Episode 6, titled Home, real original name, I'm not going to lie, Home, yeah. be careful for spoilers. So anyway, let's get into it. Okay, where do we Yes, yeah, so, and, and like we say, like we said from before, if you haven't seen the episode, go watch it on Disney+. Plus. Then come back to this recording. Okay, so without so, giving your number rankings, what do you guys think of the episode? Don't give your number rankings. That's for the end. Yes. Um, Meh. The, kind of mid. Meh. Yeah. It's actually anticlimactic, if you ask me. No. If I had to sum it up in just one word, it had to be anticlimactic. I think the fight between the Super Scrolls was pretty cool, but other than that, yeah, I agree. So basically, mm-hmm. let's just get into this. So... I don't remember where the episode begins exactly because it's currently Sunday night we're recording this and this episode came out Wednesday and I saw it Wednesday morning. So, mm-hmm. Same with so, me. So Fury goes to to this new Scrollos with Gravik to confront Gravik, I guess. And I guess give and he gives him the vial. He's standing in and we see 26 names pop up from the Avengers for the DNA that's in this vial. And then which also, I'm going to read off these Avengers names because something doesn't really make too much sense here. Maybe that. And that being so. Hold on. Hold on. Man. Okay, got Man, it. That's a lot of DNA in that vial right there. Yes, there's like 20 something. So the, so the Avengers DNA that was collected in this vial is Gamora, Thor, <gasps> what? Hulk. What? Black Panther, the Winter Soldier, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Drax, Mantis, Groot, Valkyrie, Korg. This one kind of confused me. Abomination. He wasn't there for the Battle of Earth. And neither was this next person. Ghost. She wasn't there either. Then he also Hmm. also has from the Outriders, Thanos' army, Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, Ebony Maw, Call Obsidian, and Thanos. 
I think there may be more. Hold on. I was just looking at one post. I want to see this other one. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hold on. There's more here. Sorry. All the powers from of Super Scroll. Extremis, Call of Sidian, Frost Beast, Groot, Ghost, Captain America, Corvus Glaive, Thanos, The Outriders, Proxima Midnight, Captain Marvel, Abomination, Mantis, Call of Sidian, Drax, Korg, Ebony Maw, Fishitari, Valkyrie, Thor, Gamora, The Winter Soldier. So yeah, I think, yeah, that's it. Oh, good God. Pretty freaking OP. So, Gravik. Yeah, so Gravik loads it. So Gravik loads the violin. Fury is standing there too, which he's getting weak from the radiation because he's breathing it in. And then it goes off. Then all of a sudden he goes to attack her, but boom, blocks it because that's not Fury. That's Gaia. What? Pretending to be Fury. Fury, Because she was standing in the machine with Gravik, she got the powers too. So both Gravik and Gaia have all those powers of like basically all the Avengers combined. Oh and yeah, and then of course, though, when, when when Gaia reverts back to her normal self, I'm like, uh, as soon as I saw Gaia, I'm like, oh shit! You know, actually, guys, I I, I fucking I'm a, smart I'm a, as hell. I actually just thought of this just now. I think Gaia just uh just pulled a a certain move from a certain character on a show called Dexter by saying, "Surprise, motherfucker." Mm. Pretty much. So basically, she has. She's basically now become the most powerful Marvel ca- character in the MCU right now. She might be more powerful than Kang, which I have a theory with how oh this God. Has she got. I mean, has she gone full blown like? Is this like some like full blown Dragon Ball kind of shit? I don't know. I will say though, I wasn't a big fan of this finale. I actually liked the fight between more Kang girl and boss yawn. I thought that I liked them. They were fighting, and then so Gaia just kills Gravik. Of course, we see a lot of their powers being used, which say was pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie. So I so <laughs> yeah, and, the, and, the, and that fight though, that 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 was pretty good. Yeah, I'll Gaia. Yeah, Ga- Gaia is now the the super scroll. That's her. We have our super scroll in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Will you? Will she fight the Fantastic Four though? That's the question because Super Scroll is a Fantastic Four villain. But also calling it now, if Gaia if Gaia truly goes heel. I'm willing to bet she's probably going to be a villain in the next Captain Marvel film. Calling it now. Calling it now. Well, we have yeah. Darben, but we don't know. No, I was saying, like, uh, in the third one. Oh, if they if, get a third if, one. If they get a third one, though. I don't know. Either way, so then, where the same thing is, where is Fury? Fury is at the hospital, and he flat out... Ex- so basically, also, I forgot, Rhodey, Scroll Rhodey, posts to the world what happened with Maria Hill, and they think it's Fury. Or did that... No, no, I'm sorry. No, that happened last episode, I think. That was last episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was last episode, yeah. But like, turns out Sonya... But then uh, here's the big thing. Sonya Fallsworth... Sonya Fallsworth comes in, figures it out. Rhodey is a scrawl. Well, because... No, because Fury told her last episode. Oh, yeah. So basically, scroll Rhodey is killed. And Fury and Sonya are able to get to the president to tell him to call off the attack that it was scrolls, I know it's scrolls, but of course the president makes a huge mistake here and announces to the yeah, world pres- there yeah, are scrolls Ritson among us. It. Yeah, Ritson goes, Ritson goes off the deep end by saying, "Hey, th- this attack, th- this attack is caused by this shape shifting group of aliens known as scrolls. In fact, we consider off world, off world aliens enemy combatants." 
So basically Loki. saying Thor, yeah, you think Thor's an enemy combatant? Yeah, try picking a fight with Thor, see how that ends for you. Okay. But also, I get that if they if, if they really are gonna do a Thor five, they might calling it now. The MCU is probably gonna be adapting the uh, the Siege comics. Yeah, that's they probably right. could. Well, they, they, also, they also have Hercules too. That's the thing. And Chris Hemsworth yeah. really wants a more serious Thor movie. But but basically also too. So he makes that. Now these two, a bunch of people just killing people to see if they're scrolls or not. Some are, some aren't. So. That's something that's going to be picked up in future projects, hopefully. And but also, yeah, and then of course, Gaia. But also, here's the other big thing. Actually, before we go any further than that, after Ritson call in, after Ritson does this thing, he gets a call from Fury, and Fury just straight up called his ass out. Yeah, like what? What the hell was that? You that that's dumb. I agree. That's stupid. Yeah, like, and and he and here's a hint right there. He said. For what you just did, that is real one-term president stuff. And I was like, wait. Oh, wait. Thunderbolt Ross is going to take over now. Yes, because here's the thing. In the in the next Captain America film, which is titled Captain America Brave New World, Thaddeus Ross, or or should we say Thunderbolt Ross, is Red now going to be president of, yep, is gonna be president of the United States. Yeah, but of well, course, he'll be played by Harrison Ford uh, ever, ever, since uh, what happened to William Hurt. God rest his soul. He died. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I am interested to see how Harrison Ford will portray this new version of Thunderbolt Ross and how it portrays differently from William Hurt's uh, take. I honestly think that because given that Harrison Ford and William Hurt were friends for like the longest time, I think that Harrison Ford taking over is the smartest move because he knew William Hurt really well. Plus, also, too, he, if you've seen Harrison Ford, it just in real life, he basically is Thunderbolt Ross. So yeah, I and also, this is the perfect recast. And also, just going off track for a bit, from what I've seen in the set photos for Captain America Brave New World, it's almost like an Amazing Harris- Avengers. Yes. When, when Harrison Ford was on set as Thunderbolt Ross, I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't have the traditional, uh, the traditional uh, mustache that the Thunderbolt that Thunderbolt Ross wears. Now, oh, the William Hurt. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's something that's not that big of a deal for me. Like, it's not a deal breaker. I mean, like, plus, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, though, because if he... Like, he can just grow a mustache, or if need be, they can give him a prosthetic one. They can, like, a fake one. They can just glue it to his face. Like, so, I don't know, but either way, it's not that big of a deal. But to get back to the yeah. episode... Yes, getting back on the rails here. Super Scroll Gaia, as Gaia Super Scrolls. So when I say Super Scroll, I'm talking about Gaia since Gravik is now dead. Oh, also, mm-hmm. wait, one thing I actually do want to mention about this scene with Gravik when, when he thought he was talking to Fury, he said why he picked that form because I guess that was the form of the first person that Fury made him kill or something like that. So I I I don't know what to think of that. I'm like, okay, so he basically saying basically like to torture Fury. Okay, pretty interesting. Kind of like why Vara chose to be Priscilla, someone she knew, or something like that. So, okay. But Gaia, Super Scroll Gaia, breaks, releases everyone in New Scrollos. So, including the real roadies. Like, Everett Ross, he's released. So that's where he, the real one was. Rhodey is released, and he's in a hospital gown, and he can't walk. Now, when has this happened? Wait. So basically saying, mm-hmm. Civil War. 
was when he couldn't walk and was in a hospital gown after the battle at the airport. So basically saying during Civil War, which was confirmed by Marvel themselves and the director of Secret Invasion, Rhodey has the Rhodey we've seen since the ending of Civil War to present to now present day has been a fucking scroll. No. So I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was okay with the twist of Rhodey being a scroll. I do not like that it was back all the way back during Civil War. Because meaning he was not there for Tony's death and funeral. He was there. He doesn't know. So when he wakes up, so basically saying, I'm curious to see his reaction to finding out, dude, half the world disappeared for five years and Tony died. I'm more in the bed. We're probably going to see that reaction come Armor Wars. So this is going to affect Armor significantly because it's about Stark technology falling into the wrong hands. It's going to be the Skrulls because Skrull Rhodey, the Rhodey, the Skrull planning to be Rhodey, basically can gave him all the Stark information he got from Tony. Oh, God. Tony thought he didn't know. But also, that adds more depth to the line in Endgame. It's the scene when what's now Skrull Rhodey and Nebula were on Morag to get the Power Stone when Nebula pulls the orb out and, like, burns her hand. She says, I wasn't always like this. Rhodey says, yeah, me too. So we all thought he was referring to the fact that he's crippled. He said, I wasn't always crippled. But no, he meant that, no, I wasn't always like this, meaning because I'm a scroll and I wasn't always in this form. Or this person. <gasps> Legat? I don't know if that was something they planned when they wrote Endgame. I'd say 70-30 towards no. Because then you have to think, like, then Cassie then would have just been played by Catherine Newton the whole time. Because Endgame, they weren't thinking that far ahead, hence why Emma Furman was replaced as Cassie Lang. Oh, good God. So I don't know if they had thought that far ahead and think, oh yeah, Rhodey's going to be a scroll. I don't know when they decided this, but I, but that's an interesting thing now that about line changes. Mm-hmm. So, but so then, of course, the whole thing is vigilanteism now going around. P- people thinking, justifying, I thought it was a scroll or it was a scroll. And then Gaia reveals to Sonya, who they're basically teaming up now, that to another scroll base, and there are thousands of people. In like these pod bed things. So meaning there are a lot more humans out there that have been scrolls for a long time. And then Fury and Vara go back to the space station on Saber. And that yeah, and it turns out Vara just said to Fury that the Kree, yes, those guys are in talks to me. Oh no, Fury said that to, to Vara. That they want yeah, to make Fury peace. said to Vara that the, that the Kree are in talks to make peace with the Skrulls. So we're going to see where that ends up. This clearly, that's our setup for the Marvels. Which also another thing, set up for the Marvels. When does this show take place? Because where the hell was Monica? My best guess is that this was probably after the events of, like, say, Monica. I don't know, Quantumania. Since we are after Quantumania, Quantumania took place in like 2027, 2028. Rhodey has been a scroll for like 12, 11 to 12 years. Yeah, or actually, maybe if, you do the math. if, if the MCU was like two years ahead of us, given the fact that we're given the fact that like five years, they're more than that. But like, we are in the year where everybody gets snapped back into existence. Like, we're in the year where Endgame takes place, 2023. Yes. So basically, right about now, actually, a whole bunch of people should start showing up out of nowhere. Wait, but doesn't that happen until like October 2023? I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm just going to assume well, that. Well, just, just to match it up with the MCU timeline, I, I don't even know. I, Anyways. I, I don't know. But yeah, so... Yeah. Basically, Quantumania was like 2027 because Cassie said a, a man dressed as a bee tried to kill me when I was when I was six. So that's the first Ant-Man. That was 2015. Add three years for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Cassie was nine. Add five years to that for the time jump for Endgame. That makes Cassie 14. She said she turns 18 in that movie. Or she's like around 18, they said. That's another four years. That's 20, 2023 plus four. That's 2027. That moves to meaning 11 years Rhodey has been a scroll. Secret Invasion takes place after Quantumania. But then, if that's the case, because WandaVision takes place about a, about a month after Endgame, is what they said. Like four weeks mm-hmm. or something. So it makes me think then, if Fury had that scroll call Monica up, then what the hell, where has she been and what the hell has she been doing all this time? Hopefully the Marvels will explain that. But also, besides yeah. the Marvels following up, three projects I know could follow up with this is Captain America Brave New World. Yes, that one. Armor mm. Wars is an obvious one, because now Rhodey oh, yeah, began his life and trying to get his technology back from the scrolls, which is, I hope, the direction they go. And believe it or not, Daredevil Born Again. Because... Wait, what? Because... Daredevil Born Again? The reason why, because, you know, Daredevil, he's like a street-level hero. He's fighting vigilantes and stuff like that. A lot of people be, are killing people because they think they're scrolls. Daredevil could be caught in some of this conflict. We're trying to stop some fight scenes and saying, I thought it was a scroll. He can be there fighting people to stop them from killing innocent people. That's just something with me, the plot point they could bring up. I don't know. It's an interesting plot point. Hmm. So, so, all right then, boys. Why don't we give our ratings on Secret Invasion for the finale, and then we give our ratings for the show. Yes, Zach. I'm... Okay, Zach. What are your thoughts on the final episode of Secret Invasion? I just like to point out one more thing Go that uh, Amelia uh, Gaia's arm when it turns into Drax form. I don't know. It looks it looks kind of terrible. I don't know. I was like, "What the hell?" Like, I, I can understand. Well, there wasn't a lot of fight no. scenes in this because they had to save budget, but like it was for like a two minute fight. Yeah. But also, how did they have the powers of abomination and ghost? That doesn't make know. sense. They weren't there. That, that just raises further questions. Maybe exactly. We'll, good maybe sir. we'll find exactly. out. Oh, also, I thought of another thing project that could be affected by Secret Invasion Thunderbolts. Yes. Oh my God, you're right. So that's four projects that could be affected. Yep. So, mm-hmm. also, Thunderbolt, another project so that could be affected by Secret Invasion. Calling it now, the next Avengers movie. Oh, 100%. Because because in right. the Skrull side of things, in Secret Wars and the comics, which we know is Avengers 6, it starts with the Skrull conflict, then it gets to the multiverse with Doctor Doom. So I think that the leader of the Skrull stuff, that's going to be Gaia, who they have to fight. Somehow Kang gets involved, because we have to think, how is this going to relate to Kang? Because Kang Dynasty is first. We get the Kang Dynasty. Something's probably gonna happen with Gaia. Kang may want to take her powers because she has yep. powers basically every Avenger combined. That's she's the most powerful character in the MCU right now. Eesh. Potentially, but anyways, let's yeah. give our ratings on the ratings for the finale episode and the show itself. Zach, five out of ten for the finale. Ooh. Whoa! What damn? Okay. 
damn, that is cold-blooded. Yeah, they really jumped the shark with this finale. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of anti- really did. slow. It was rushed. Yeah. And it didn't really pay off a lot of stuff that was yep. mm-hmm. And your thoughts on the show itself? Thoughts on the show? Started out solid, boring in the middle, but but had a terrible finale. Ooh, yeah. Rating? Six. Six. Yep. Figured. Tommy, what say you? For the finale, I'm going to give it like a... I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. I'm going to be honest. Because I enjoyed the the Super Skulls fight, and I think the setup at the end was kind of cool for what's coming next. Like, it got me excited for the scroll stuff. But in the end, it, just, it gave me so many questions. Like, points went down because the how long Rhodey's been a scroll. So I give mm-hmm. it. A, I give the finale a seven out of ten because I feel like they built up a lot that didn't really get paid off. That left me with more questions than answers. And for the show itself, I think I'm gonna have to give it the same score about maybe a six point five, maybe a seven out of ten. I'm probably gonna give because like I enjoyed the show more than I enjoyed She Hulk. She Hulk, I dreaded having to watch that. Mm-hmm. This I actually was excited to watch. So it's definitely. I give it. I'd say it's like a six point five to a seven. It's like in the mid tier for the shows for me. Like with Falcon, it's like it's ranks like it's like a, around the ranking I would give Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Hawkeye. Like one of the mid shows I give them. I'd say it's kind of mid. The show, like I wanted so bad for this to have to be a cool payoff, but it just jumped the shark a little bit. So yeah, like seven at six point five out of ten is for the show. What about you, Alex? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna keep it short. I'm just gonna keep it short, sweet to the point. Uh, the finale, though, I consider this as 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 an anticlimactic kind of episode. I mean, I really wasn't expecting much going. I thought it was gonna be like 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 big states, but it just really didn't do it for me. I mean, I I'm gonna have to give this a like a six out of ten. I'm sorry, but I mean, I mean some some parts of it were good, but the rest of it not really my cup of tea i can tell you that much as for the show itself i'm sort of leaning towards i'm i'm leaning towards either a six or a seven but i'm gonna i think i may just give this a a 6.5 out of 10 and and i and i totally agree with tommy and because with the show it had a good beginning it had some slow build up but yeah and like i said in the finale it was it was really anticlimactic i don't this guy is just so powerful now. It's like, yeah, but I really consider Secret Invasion, uh, and I agree with with what you guys said. I think Secret Invasion is is in more of the of the mid when it comes to when it comes to shows on when it comes to Marvel shows on Disney Plus. But but I can say this though: Secret Invasion way better than She Hulk Attorney at Law. Yeah, it's better than She Hulk and Ms. Marvel. Like the bad ones, I consider to be She Hulk, Ms. Marvel, maybe some some episodes of What If. The mid show, the ones are like Hawkeye, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, and now Secret Invasion. The mm-hmm. the best ones I consider to be like are like WandaVision, Moon Knight, Loki. Yeah, that makes sense. Very subtle. Well done. Yes. Yeah. I, what, what Zach said. So, yeah, I uh, think that the finale what, could have been. I agree with you. I think the stakes should have been higher. Like, okay, I'm going to be a spoiler right here. So basically, if you watch the show Superman and Lois, this is a big spoiler for the ending of season three, but I was sort of expecting something where like, okay, because in that Superman fights doomsday in this finale and it ends with them on the moon charging at each other 
showing that the conflict is continuing, but that's how the season ends. I was expecting something like that. where like high, really stakes being elevated a lot as the episode goes. And then having an insane what ending that really gets me pumped for what's next. I don't know. I just didn't feel that pumped. Cause like we know what's next is the Marvel. So. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure we're all going to see it, but, but I, but I do have some concerns about it, but, but we'll, but we'll comes cross out that, this year. Yeah. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So with that, I, I think that kind of, I believe that wraps up everything. So we want to thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the Marvel men podcast. Tommy, do you mind taking us out? Sure thing. So thank you all for tuning into this episode. It has been a, it's been a wild ride for this secret invasion thing. Now it is over. So we don't know how, like, we don't know how often we're going to be posting episodes, like secret invasion, like episode week after week. So we don't know when, but basically, and thank you for sticking with us for secret invasion and Asian follow us on Instagram and Spotify. We're looking to expand other platforms. Don't worry. We're getting on that. And thank you for tuning into this episode and definitely stay tuned for what's next. Cause we got some ideas cooking and, cooking right now until we get to Loki season two. So until then, we'll catch you on the other side of the multiverse. Bye guys. Peace out. Peace.